0: So you got a whole uh, alpha team now, don't you? But, you? but you have a wealth of knowledge that is beneficial to a lot of people, and it we can move the needle. How often do you hear a hunting podcast? We talked about this. People relate to this. Hey everybody, Jerry here with Kafaru, reminding you to get entered into our YouTube subscriber giveaway going on right now with Davis Tent. We are giving away a Kafaru Hoodlum with a tactical frame, and Davis is throwing in their brand new go tent. Entering is pretty simple. All you need to do is head on over to the Kafaru and Davis Ten YouTube channels, hit the subscribe button, like the announcement video, and comment on how you would use this awesome combo. This is one giveaway you won't want to miss out on. Best of luck, and here's Aaron with the podcast. Welcome to cast everyone. I'm at the world headquarters here in Riverton, Wyoming, just back from the Davis Mountains uh, in Texas. And I have two of the greatest archers to ever live. And that is, (laughs) I was going to say something stupid. Levi Morgan and Justin Hanna. I really appreciate you guys hopping on. No problem, man.
1: Thanks for having us. Appreciate
0: it. No problem. Did you guys drink caffeine and everything? Are we up to the level of shit talking right now that we were when we were in Texas?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got coffee right in front of me. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're highly caffeinated
0: all right perfect so uh just to give everybody kind of an update uh justin and levi um came down to hunt with scotty and i in uh, in the davis mountains where where scotty's got his uh outfit and uh levi brought a couple cameramen actually joe was on the way to my shop now joe Cadle, and then obviously micah levi's brother uh to try to get uh you know these hunts on film and um for those who haven't you know followed along with like what what scotty and i do down there what scotty does is it is not easy uh you know to put uh you know large owdad rams on the ground and we ended up having an insane week uh down there with some of the craziest hunts and footage and everything else known to man so um you know at, on on day 1 uh more or less Levi and I got our butt kicked but i am going to let you guys take it from from here justin you were the first to uh you you struck first so what, justin why don't you kind of talk about it a little bit on on your hunt and then uh, Levi can dive in on his only cuz Levi did shoot one after justin yeah
1: let's make that clear i was first but uh <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I shot mine at like three o'clock or three thirty on the first day. And I mean, we were, yeah we were getting, I was with Joe, um, and Barnwell. And then we got our butts kicked all day. I felt like, and we were pretty, we were all pretty like down, you know, cause we blew, I mean, 300 sheep off, off the mountains, you know, and we're like, gosh, I, I don't know how we're going to kill one of these things, you know? And, um, we just found a group and there was two big rams bedded in a, in a like a bush. I don't know what they are, but like a little bush and, we stalked for a long time and got in 30 yards and they were bedded. And they, we stood there, stood there, stood there. And I, it felt like hours, but it was probably just like 10 or 15 minutes. And finally, uh, a ewe got up and started feeding around, and both those big rams stood up. And um, I kind of had my heart set on the one on the right, the one I killed, and uh, just because it was better footage and better angle. And Barnwell, you know, I'd never seen an all that until that day so barn was like man they're both good but that one on the right the one on the right looks older so i'd shoot that one so he stood up at 30 yards and i uh shot him twice um first arrow didn't it look i hit right on the crease of the shoulder out the knuckle and it didn't look like i got much penetration but lucky you, get, you know i got another shot at him and he didn't run for like 12 yards and it was a it was a cool hunt and enjoyed it and it was a stud ram he was broomed off pretty heavy but I was
0: tickled to death with it. You did a horrible job Mm. at building that whole story up, Justin. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to go into more detail than that. So (laughs) talk about the terrain, blowing them out. Like talk about the out there, like what was surprising to you? What was like, Oh yeah, I figured that was going to happen. Um, you know, because I, I, this is the first time you'd come down and, and hunted our Audad. What, yeah. what was it like? I mean, were you expecting to be see that many, and what no. were some of the problems with them?
1: No, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to see that many Audad at all, and, and I was definitely not expecting the terrain. Like, I'd seen pictures, you know, and I was like, hey, that's, you know, not that bad. And we got there Saturday or whatever, Friday, whatever day we got there, and I was like, I am not ready for this. Like, this is crazy I mean, it's rock faces rock bluffs like 90 degree you know climbs and and then too there's i mean you know i never seen them or whatever and so there's herds of like a hundred you know if at least 50 to 100 and it's just i was like how in the world are we going to get close enough to you know to kill one i mean this is it's it's super difficult and um but yeah I I wasn't expecting the terrain at all I was pretty whooped after the first couple hours you know we were pretty we were pretty down the dump and we and I don't know how many sheep off those mountains we got in we got in like 50 yards of two giants and they were just two by themselves that were bedded in a bush and me and Barnwell and Joe got you know right where we wanted to be like we said like I said within 50 60 yards and we're just standing there kind of trying to figure out what we're going to do. And the wind swirled and blew. I mean, you know, I didn't, I had never seen that many all dad, but I could tell those were big, real big. Hmm. And then we went to another group that was probably like a hundred of them. And, you know, you look at it and you're like, Oh, that's just like a couple hundred yards. We'll be there in like 10 minutes. And it's like an hour later, you know, we're still hiking and walking and we get to 12 yards of three young rams and a couple of use and that's all we could see but we know there's like you know a hundred of them below it but it's so steep and it's so loud and everything we can't you know all we could get was we could just see those and so we waited there forever and ever and finally i was like i'm just going to stand up and see if i can like see a, you know see a big one or something and it was a mess trying to get on you know where there's a there's a shooter and it's hard to get joe lined up on the right one with the camera and and, you know, they like a hundred sheep run off this mountain, and I almost was like, "Well, let's go back and eat lunch and regroup." You know, <laughs> this is not going well at all. <laughs> and that's when we uh, found our group and got in on those.
0: Uh, how old did yours end up being? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think
1: y'all said like fifteen and a half, fifteen or sixteen.
0: Yeah, it was. It was so old it had military issue glasses. So you kind of left out the part of. uh it's uh it had some visual issues what ha- what happened with oh that? yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah it, it only had one eye and, yeah and so that's i think that's the only reason we got close to it because this the side we were stalking on he was missing his right eye and that's he was bedded with his right <laughs> <face>. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's
2: like, no idea there i'm glad you brought that up because i was definitely going to because <laughs> me and aaron were feeling pretty bad about not you know like golly they killed one before we did and what the heck and then come to find out y'all found a, a ram with n- no eyes and ehd and couldn't walk and that i don't were, think
1: y'all that's right here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was hoping that we could make it through this and that not get brought up. But. <laughs>
0: I, see, I I just thought you were a horrible storyteller because I'm like, man, he's leaving a lot out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, yeah, that was, I was, I was totally surprised with just the terrain. And, and I still don't think the pictures do it justice. Like when people see the pictures or uh, film or whatever, I don't, um, and I showed a couple of my buddies and, you know, dad and stuff at home and they're like, oh, you know, well, I don't look that bad. And I'm like, y'all, you don't understand how hard that is to get around.
0: Well, I I don't want to bring up old, the past or old shit, but I, uh, I think at some point in time, we we're getting ready to leave. And I'm like, did you guys bring extra arrows? And you're like, no, do we need to? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do. And uh like between Havelina yeah. or whatever. And I I think at one point in time I looked at Levi and said, And you wonder why I have an eight arrow quiver on our last day, cause uh the cliffs, the javelina, obviously the Aldad, um, the deflections, like there's a lot of brush, rocks, things like that. It's just yeah. it's you know, it's not like you're you're it's I mean, how often do you take a 48-degree shot at 64 yards after the cut? It just doesn't happen. And down there, as you guys saw, that's pretty frequent.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, my reload time got way better uh, while I was in Texas. (laughs) I worked on it a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, Well, Levi, you and I got our butt kicked pretty much all morning, and then we – I think we even came back to the, to the castle for a little bit and then headed back out, but Levi, why don't you go over, you know, the first day and, and uh, what went on?
2: Yeah. So I guess for me, it was, I'm kind of same boat, never even seen an audit. Um, Didn't know what to expect other than talking to you. And um, so when I got there, I was kind of same. I mean, I, knew it was going to be pretty rough country because it was sheep and i've been on sheep hunts and they don't none of them live in easy places but this was a lot of like flippy stuff you know like the yukon is just like long angled hikes this was like really just cliffs like i mean you'd be like a flat top and then a cliff and then rolling hill all the way to the bottom so it was super different than anything i'd ever hunted probably the most similar would be my desert sheep hunt um as far as terrain goes but yeah we uh we didn't really even get within 200 yards of a ram i don't think and we we chased a bunch of them that morning um just seemed like <clears throat> they were one step ahead of us the whole the whole day and then we i remember sitting on that cliff and we were watching like I don't know, 200 sheep, but there was like in an impossible place. And I'm pretty sure it was the same sheep that Justin and Barnwell and those guys were stalking. Um, but I remember sitting there and we were talking about it and we were like, we, we don't want to go up there and blow those sheep off if that's the ones that they were going after. So we hiked, like, I don't even know how far that was. We had like three live talks and, and, uh, on that walk back to camp for lunch. Uh, but yeah, the first morning we didn't even get, I don't even think we came close, honestly. And I was like, I mean, if we would have got within bow range of one, I would have felt better about it. But we definitely didn't that morning. Um, but, yeah, I was super surprised at how they were grouped up. I mean, I was – it would be a lot easier if there were, like, groups of four here and groups of five here. But it seemed like you'd see nothing. And then there'd be 200 of them all bunched up in a on a plateau. And it's like when one of them takes off, they all take off and like we pushed that one group that we found they went we were trying to like just get them to go over the edge on those bluffs like i remember we found that first big group and they were up on the flat top um and we were trying to just get them to just go over the edge we didn't really want to spook them but just leave that flat area because there was nothing we could do with them and there were like probably 200 sheep in that herd at least 150 sheep in that herd and uh they kind of did what we wanted to do and eased over. And then we swung around, got the wind right, peeked over and somehow 200 sheep disappeared off the face of the earth. Like they have some kind of underground tunnels or something. And that, that moment I was like, Oh no. Like if 200 sheep can walk over an edge of a hill and we go and peek over and they're all gone. I'm like, this is not going to be good. (laughs) So, uh, we went back to the house. Then we got word that Justin, uh, had killed one. And so that kind of fired us up a little more to get going. And we went out that afternoon. Um, I don't know if you want me to keep going on to the kill or what, but
0: yeah, it might as might as well. Cause uh, there's all kinds of stuff we can talk about after this. Cause we, we had yeah. quite a few adventurous days after that. So yeah, kind of go into what we did, how we did oh, it in yeah. my vertical challenging problems and Micah being even shorter than me.
2: No. (laughs) So it was me, Aaron, Micah, and Corbin uh, going out. And um, we ended up getting on, I think, some of the same sheep that had kind of busted from Justin and them stalk because we didn't know it at the time, but it was actually the same ridge or, um, like, spine that they were on when they killed. And we ended up going on a lot of stalks in that one spot for some reason um, that week. But, yeah, we found another big big group of sheep after we went up back up to the top and uh got the wind right and swung around Corbin kind of stayed back with the spotter um trying to glass the you know again the problem was there's just so many you have to wait until the ram really gets in a decent like area of the herd before you can stop but you you know the, the herd can be 200 yards wide and 200 yards long or and at the ram's in the middle of it, you got no chance, you know, and so we got lucky with this one. The ram was kind of one of the closest ones uh, on the downwind side of of the herd. And so but the problem was it's like a forty degree angle from the top to the bottom. And so with brush waist high. And uh so we're kinda in the in the terrain kind of rolled over. So we're having to get within fifty yards before we can even see what's what and um, Corbin did a pretty dang good job of waving us in there on those sheep without him it would have been really tough for us to come in in the right spot Um, but me and Aaron and Micah were kind of easing in and I noticed like it seems to happen to me every time I go on a stalk mule deer or sheep or whatever when I peek over the hill they're leaving and so I looked down at the bottom of the drainage and there's a sheep single file going out the end of the drainage, um, onto the next ridge. And I'm like, dang it, man. I don't know if they spook. Um, I don't know if they, you know, are just getting out of here or what. And turns out, I think they were just kind of getting up for the evening and leaving because it's late by this time it's like five thirty in the afternoon. And I think they were just getting up to do their thing. And, and, uh, I, it was like this one, I had one path, like two foot wide, through the brush, and I just happened to turn and look, and I see this giant, like, heart-shaped set of horns, big ram standing right in this open, like the yellow brick road going right to him, and I was like, right there he is, and I didn't realize that Aaron and Micah were, like, not on the same plane as my vision, and they were looking at me like I was an idiot, like, no, there's nothing there, dude, and I'm like, no, I see a big ram, he's right below me, so Aaron gets up on a rock and finally he's like, yep, that's the big one. So, and uh, Corbin in Texas and said, because of those rams, I didn't know at the time, but they throw mud up with their horns, I guess, kind of like making a scrape for a whitetail. I'm not real sure, but they're, they like get, you'll see it all, all along the roads and stuff. There's just big like spots where they almost like a wild hog when he ruts up the ground, but they just take their horns and throw mud up everywhere. And so, he said the big ones got mud all over his horns. When I looked down, I seen like it was just mud caked on his horns. I was like, that's got to be him. So it was kind of hectic. Um, and I think anybody that knows me knows I don't like to shoot with a quiver on, which is a valuable piece of this story. So Aaron was carrying my quiver the last, I don't know, 20 yards of the stalk because I had one knock and Aaron's like, here, let me carry that. It was kind of helpful. I didn't have to carry it. But what happened was, I forgot Aaron had my quiver. And so he stays on this rock. I start moving down the Hill. Mike is kind of in between me and Aaron, uh, to stay over my shoulder. So I click this ran like 68 yards. Um, and he turns to leave to follow the rest of the group. I bleed. He stops. I draw back. Um, I felt like I made a really good shot you, that first shot. It was really steep angle. I, videoed I don't it. know if it, I
0: clicked. It, it looked good. Like yeah. there was no crazy shit going yeah. on. Like
2: <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Like it felt good. And when it fired and it was like tracking. I was like, Oh, we, we got him and I knew it hit him. Um, but the brush was kind of came up so high. I, but I knew it hit him low. Um, if anything. So I go to load another arrow and, my quiver's nowhere to be seen. I turn around. It's literally coming like an NFL quarterback pass from Aaron uh, off the mountain. Micah catches it without it touching the ground and relays it to me without it touching the ground. I load another arrow and then send send one at like 86 or something. Um, he kind of ran over there and stopped on the next little rise. I click and because once I get one arrow in an animal – and i could have the opportunity to get another one i'm getting another one in it i've just that's me i've seen too many bad things happen so i literally load another arrow click him uh, move my sight and that was definitely the one that put him down the quickest um it just went up in him lengthways and and uh he didn't go another 30 yards and lay down and so we didn't want to celebrate yet because all I'd heard the whole time is how tough they are. And and I'm telling you guys, I've hunted elk and every animal in North America and they are as tough as any I've ever seen. I mean, they just do not want to die. They do not want to go down. And like most animals, when you hit them and they're hurt, they go downhill. These suckers, it seems like want to find the steepest, nastiest thing they can climb and get away. And so we were a little paranoid to try to get in again on him. Um, but we ended up, um, he was like what Aaron said, he kind of got in the spirit world and didn't know where he was. And we slipped in and finished him off. Probably all of it was in a matter of five to 10 minutes um, well, I, from start to finish. But
0: when you, when you dropped down and left, like I did not forget you, I had your quiver and I was like, I can't whistle at all. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like and so I'm like, my God. My God, And I like, uh, and it's windy. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yep. I'm just going to throw it at them when I look back. Cause I mean, they can't hear me. And so when you had made the first shot, I wasn't sure. And then when you made the second shot, I'm like, okay, well I've seen a lot of animals get hit. We're good. Like I didn't hear any bone and I just heard like a very distinctive yeah. whack. And I'm like, well, if it was walking away, he hit something very important cause it didn't run. Right, it literally just walked. I mean, it might have bounded a couple of times, but it went not far. And and I didn't know it was bedded. So now me being paranoid, I'm like, Levi, can I come down? You're like, what? And I'm like doing the hand signal, like, me walk to you. And you're like, Yeah, come down. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I get down there and I'm like, dang, he's gonna die right there. And he was yeah. bleeding profusely out of a couple holes. And so we we were smart about it. I mean, one, I, I was like, man, we don't need six feet walking up there. Like, we don't need steps. I'll hang back, keep an eye on it. Corbin's behind us watching it. Uh, I'm like, man, sneak in there if you want. And, uh, you know, I was all for it. Um, but then it got f- yeah. f- a little bit. I about shit my pants twice uh, from what happened now because it's always when you're up high, you know, you can see everything. Well, when you're down low, and I've been down the guy down low all the time, you know, you don't know. I mean, you get Levi's dealing with brush 12 feet tall. So kind of take it from there when you yeah. snuck in super close.
2: Yeah, so this rim, bed down, get up, bed down. I mean, he's bleeding out. Like, it's, like, obvious that he's, like – but the problem is it's starting to rain, and we're, like, 20 minutes from dark. You know, and so – and the cliffs are, like, right around the corner. And so I'm, like, paranoid – It's not a matter of if he's going to die. It's a matter of if he gets in those cliffs. we, it starts pouring rain and gets dark on us. We got no blood. It's like a needle in a haystack at that point. So I wanted to get, I wanted to watch him expire. Like I did not want to lose him. And so when I dropped down, this thing was getting up and bedding down and kind of moving around the hill. He was super uncomfortable. Like, have you ever seen a white toe like, that's uncomfortable when he beds down? Like, he wants to lay down, but it hurts, and so he gets back up, walks, beds down. This is what this ram was doing. He wanted to be, to lay down because he was getting weak, but it hurt him, I think, when he laid down. So it was just constant stand-up move, stand-up move. And when he disappeared around the corner, I just took, me and Mike just started sprinting. But once we got in there... I didn't know if he had kept going. I didn't know if he'd stopped. I didn't know if he was under a bush and this stuff is thick. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to like run over top of him and blow him out. But I also don't want to be too like timid here and let him just walk away from me. And so I'm trying to move as fast as I can and, and, and in and out of this brush, like literally with my head on a swivel and <laughs> i'm sure you were having a panic attack because you could see everything from your point of view and i could see nothing so i like when i go over the hill mike is behind me literally i'm looking left because i feel like that's where he was and something catches like my eye to the right and he's at 10 yards and i'm like oh my god i just walked right up on him at 10 yards in this brush. And um, but he was so far gone; he had no idea where he was even at. And so I loaded another arrow quick, and and uh, he was dead in just like fifteen seconds. But um, I, I can imagine, like, because I've been where you're at, and it's just like everything seems so obvious what to do. But once you get down in there, you're like, I have no idea where this stupid thing's at. So um, it was uh, intense to say the least. And I was I was pumped it, like that he didn't make it around that that hill and getting that nasty stuff so
0: yeah and i mean on on my end i was you know i knew like i wasn't the uh i wasn't the guy like uh what are you doing stupid because i've been the guy that's down there being stupid because you're not stupid you just don't know right i was all i was thinking was right yeah please levi look left please look left and then you look left and i'm like yeah oh lord he just can't see it. Like, you know, it's just too
2: thick. Yeah, There's the bush in the way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <a> big bush. <laughs> You were looking around. And on my end, like, like I have had guys message me about technology, um, you know, because I will text back and forth. That is helpful mm. when you have good service the whole time. Let me tell you about when you don't have good service the whole time because you get it's almost a hindrance because you get complacent because you're like, oh, yeah, the sheep is here. And then the phone goes dark and then you're like, yep. was, was the sheep there? Is it not there? Should I go fast? Should I go slow? Well, we better hurry and we can talk about my sheep. Cause that really is what happened. And, uh, and they were all yelling at the phone. So like, if we had service, <laughs> I would have just been like, "Hey, Levi, stop! It, it's like 15 feet away. J- just wait a sec." <laughs> like, but yeah. we didn't. We had service at the top, but I was right beside you then. But then Corbin was at least able to message me. And it, in in my my thing, I wasn't worried about cliffs. as I was worried about darkness. Like we have not yeah. had great luck um of hey let's let it bed down tonight we'll find it in the morning N- no it does not work that way with with sheep but we we just have not had great luck with that even on amazing hits where that let's say they are going in the cliff so that we're worried about blowing out but it's a liver shot so we're going to wait till the morning whatever happens to them in the middle of the night they don't they don't head they they, they, they go like we don't find them and so i was like to a point of okay levi makes this shot great like i was not worried about obviously levi making a shot but if i like if it this thing takes off i am literally texting uh scotty this may be a long night dude i got my headlamp i'm gonna run it down with levi like we're gonna we're not losing this one because like literally that's the only option you have unless you want to risk darkness and I'm like, well, Levi, I can shoot right. 120 yards. So we'll get another arrow in it. Uh, and you know, of course this is me behind the spotter with a million and a half things going through my mind. And then I didn't know Micah fell like yeah. somewhat somewhere on the stock. <laughs> Micah's the like,
2: <laughs> it was the worst timing ever. <laughs> I it literally, I, we're trying, we're like, we didn't make a noise getting in there to get this last arrow in this thing. And that's when I knew it was over. Like, And so, literally, the minute the sheep catches my eye, like the corner of my eye, and he's, like, on us. Like, if it had been a grizzly bear, we're dead. Like, he charged us, we're done, it's over. Because that's how close we were to this ram um, before we saw it. And as I see it, to tell Micah, he literally wipes out as bad as I've ever seen anybody wipe out in my entire life. Crashes through cactus, bushes, everything behind me and this sheep never even picks his head up. I mean, it was, he was gone, you know? So, but yeah, if it would have been like a gut shot animal that was really alert, uh, it's over, you know, like it's gone. And, but luckily it was, it was pretty much dead already. So, but yeah. Uh, and Micah didn't get hurt somehow, which is a miracle. Cause I feel like he got hurt. He gets hurt on every rough terrain hunt I go on. So, uh, but yeah there was so much going on in a matter of 10 minutes on that stock. I feel like I've I got in two years of hunting in a in an hour. So,
0: yeah. And it, it was, um, it, you know, I, it's a giant Ram. Um, you know, I don't know. We didn't yeah. s- actually score it, but scoring wise, it, it, I mean, it was 30, what was it? 32 and three eights or 33 and three eights, um, 32 and three. Th- yeah. And, in uh, in 14 years old, uh, 13, 14 years old, whatever it was. And, you know, you just don't get two rams like that in one day, even if one was blind in one eye. You don't get that. Like, that, those are old. Yours right. had a huge cut across its face. Justin's missing an eyeball. Me, yours had a nose. Like, its yeah. nose was cut in half. Um, yeah. So, you, yeah, we went down. We got photos. And, and the crazy thing with me is I could see the blood trail from 600 yards away in my binos. So like, yeah. but I'm good at telling myself things are going to be okay. Like I can see the blood and then we don't find it. Right. So I'm like, okay, that right. thing's lost 40 ounces of blood at a minimum, maybe more. Uh, cause I can literally see it coming. And you guys saw it. Was it as bad as it looked And I mean, as good, I guess, as it looked from the binos, you guys were on it for yeah, a minute. There
2: was, <clears throat> yeah, there was blood everywhere. I mean, it was like, But I think that's what it was. I mean, he was bleeding out, you know. And eventually, but they're just so dang tough, man. Like I said on that US shot, if this is a whitetail, it's been dead. You know what I'm saying? Like I've shot a million of them right there, and they don't—they just don't go. I mean, they—they can't even stand up. But this sheep is like—I'm like—is it even hurt? (laughs) Like, what is going on right now? But um, yeah, I mean, we got that whole thing was—I mean, it was a lot of. Um, skill involved a technical stalk in technical stalking there and a lot of good communication with Corbin. But we got lucky that he wasn't in that group that had just already moved on. You know, he was the last one just standing there. Um, Or we would have had a different scenario. Not saying we wouldn't have gotten killed, but it would have been a little different scenario for
0: sure. There would have been a lot more running.
2: Yeah, a lot more running, a lot more, Ooh. Yeah. more hagginess but yeah i do understand why aaron shoots an 8 arrow quiver now yeah. so. <laughs> well after that we i should have looked like one of the tack guys with an arrow tube <laughs> on my backpack but i should have looked like
0: man I'd be like levi you got your tack pack? <laughs> um well uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we uh what we got it all dressed out and i mean almost perfect timing we showed up just after dark, you know, when I say dark, the sun had been down for a while, but sun does not, as you guys learned, move fast, uh, in West Texas. Like it, it takes forever to go get dark and it takes forever to get light. Um, you know, so we got back and I think the shit talking commenced immediately because like, no, one. you were like, we killed one and Joe was like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting some screwballs. This is going to be a good night. (laughs) (laughs)
2: is joe not the funniest human being on the planet though that was i laughed more that week my lord i feel like i've done abs every day
0: yeah he's 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 a nut he's a character yeah he's wild but so then in the the next day we go well the weather comes in pretty badly like uh i'll let you guys kind of I mean, I don't think people expect that kind of weather. We get down there. We've had it snow a couple feet, but we go out the next day because now I, I get to hunt, um, uh, my you know, for my, myself and, uh, like, I can't remember exactly what we, I tried to, I felt bad. I'm like, Hey, we're going to walk and peek over these cliffs. Um, we made it like 400 yards before I popped smoke and gave up, um, you couldn't see the bottom of the cliffs and it was like what, I don't know, thirty, forty mile an hour wind and rain and fog. It was not good. You got good video of it with your phone.
2: Yeah, it was rough. I mean, it was like impossible. Honestly though, the best I
1: go ahead, Justin. I just like I would have never if somebody said, "Yeah, you'll get sopped in for three days in West Texas with 30 mile wind, you know, 30 degrees, and you can't see 40 yards," I thought they're full of crap. I've never seen weather like that. It was, it was awful.
2: Yeah, it was a lot like Alaska, honestly. Um, it's what it felt like—something like Kodiak, where it's raining sideways. You know, like never. Even when it's not raining, it's like the fog is so thick that it's wet. You know, and it's just wind blowing. You know, 40 mile an hour. But honestly, I feel like the best talk of the week, one of them was right as that weather blew in. Like that was, that should have happened on a giant ram for you when, um, on that ridge line, that same spine actually, when that ram with long ram was just walking right at it, almost committed suicide.
0: Yeah. That was kind of technical in the sense of, of like knowing when to, to hold them, what's, what does uh, the gambler say? You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Like knowing when to move, yep. when to sprint, when to walk. Like we, you know, we, uh, which I was not communicating very well when I took off on dead sprints, I kind of felt bad later. Cause I was like, I probably could have looked back and said, we're about to run guys. But, uh, we, when we hooked right. around, we figured
2: it out real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we had hooked around, <laughs> we were actually looking for a different Ram, but we, you know, moving to to one we knew of so we were it's the it's to, I, to my knowledge that is the most length of any ram um or 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 top two top three that we were going after but on the way to that one we we found another one that was good and then that ended up getting in the cliff so we just kept looping around and i got lucky um because my vision is not not great and i saw its butt he was in a beating a piss out of a cedar tree and i was like levi he's right like there, levi luck and you were like, I don't see him. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm scared shitless. Like you got to poke your head out a little more. If I remember correctly, cause I, I think I moved you over to where I was cause it was like inches, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to see it. And my, I was yeah. just out a little bit farther. Um, and then you can take it from there. Cause it was, it was, I was not looking behind me when I took off and kind of go over that whole stock and how we did that to get close. Cause he got to like 30 some yards, 38, I think.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there, it was kind of like we we're on one... It was like, if you can imagine this ridgeline and there's a saddle in it, and on the right side, it's a cliff. Um, still, nav like You can still navigate it, but it's steep. On the left side, it's more of a gradual drop with a lot of brush. And this, this ram is kind of coming at us on the spine, but he's on the other side of the saddle. So we're both exposed to each other. Um, and it makes it really hard when you're both on a high point going to the low point. So we're both... Like we're going to the saddle from one side, he's coming to the saddle from the other. And we're trying to get there before him. Cause my fear was when he got that saddle, he was gonna turn and go into the steep stuff. Like he was like a lot of animals will use a saddle to go from one side to the other. But so and the the really hard part of it was is this is when the bad weather, the front was actually blowing in, and so the wind was just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So from it was coming through the saddle crossways. But then there was like this big push of fog coming down behind us, going down the valley to the left. And so it was like going in two different directions. And uh, Aaron did a really good job. I've only seen, uh, I've only done this one other time ever, which was use the fog, and it was on a sheep pond in Alaska. Um, When that fog blew in, there was like patches of fog that would blow through that would literally, you couldn't see 40 yards. And when we saw this ram, he was just kind of slowly feeding towards us. He was probably two hundred and fifty yards, and Aaron, like, and we had no cover. And so, every time a patch of fog would blow in, Aaron would sprint towards this this ram. And so, me, Joe, and Mike are behind him, and and uh, which we understood what was going on. If somebody hadn't really understood that, they might have been left in the cactus. But so we would see this this you know stuff coming, and it would blur the vision of the like the ram couldn't see us we couldn't see him and we just sprinted and then when it would start to blow through we'd stop and ram would go behind the bush we'd sprint and another patch of fog would come in we'd sprint and before you know it we're 80 yards from this ram behind a bush kind of in the perfect scenario really and uh it, it, we're we're in the saddle and he's still coming down this his other side of the ridge coming right to us Um, But I knew at that point, and I'm sure you did, too, the wind was really like it was going to be real edgy if he stayed left of us for you to get a shot before he winded us um, because of that push coming from behind us. And I have the video on my phone and you can literally see the wind going two different directions with the fog. And uh, but that's what he did. He just kind of stayed on a straight line. Micah was panicking, uh, because when he went behind that bush, Mike was like, I'm not going to be able to film him. Uh, but if he, there was one cedar, it was probably what? 30 yards from you.
0: He, so that cedar was that, actually 24. And, uh, just cause I had pre ranged okay. And so I I'm, thought
2: I'm not a good yardage judger.
0: No, <laughs> I only am. Cause I use my rangefinder. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. It was, uh, it was 30. My rangefinder was wrong. It was 30. Uh, but I I just figured once he, (laughs)
2: yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. When, uh, when he got bad behind that Cedar, I'm like, I looked back at Micah and I was like trying to convey, like, I promise I won't shoot him without the camera on him. Cause I'm like, he gets behind that Cedar. We'll just stand up and kill him. All of us. Um, but he literally stopped one foot in front of the Cedar and it's a shot. If I, when there was no wind, I would have taken the shot. I would have taken the shot at when you called them out at 80, like that, that was like yeah. literally nothing in the way. And then he got to 63 and then 48, but it was that perfect crappy angle to where it's not really a frontal and it's not broadside. You're basically, you got to have pinpoint accuracy and I don't know what the crosswind was, but it did not, I did not have a warm and fuzzy. So I thought, well, the way this yeah. wind's swirling, there's a chance he he might run us over not knowing where the wind's coming, but there's a chance. And if I can shoot him, you know, 30, 35, I, I'd feel a lot better. And he stopped at 38. And, uh, one, I knew we weren't going to – although now we, I guess we would have. He had it on film through that cedar. But I was like, man, I also don't want to wound the largest ram on the property. When, you know what I mean? Like I was I was worried about that. I'm like, man, if I hit this yeah. thing, it's if it's not perfect, it's not – we're not going to find it. So –
2: yeah, especially in that fog, you know, and I was like, I was trying to give you range, but man, it was like, I started clicking him at like 90 and it was like 88. I was trying to give you like every, cause he was on the move, you know, coming at us. But once he got to like 40, I think like 42 or something like that was the last range I could give you. And I think I told you that I said, look, I said, he gets behind this cause we're behind this big bush. And when he went behind that for me, I said, I'm, I can't range. So like. And that's when you were like, when he gets behind the cedar, we're all just going to stand up. You'll be at full draw. I'll be able to range. Mike will be able to film. And uh, if he would have just, what, five more steps, he's going to be sub 30 yards and broadside in the wide open. And it just didn't work out. When you've seen them big old curls look straight up our way. But even then, he didn't know exactly which direction to go, you know he just he'd ran and stop and look around he he didn't know what we were where we were but nonetheless he got out of there unscathed
0: yeah yeah and and then uh we i got you know we didn't like after that the next day was the the day that um just because the fog finally lifted we went in town got some groceries um went and grabbed uh some really spicy for me, uh, guacamole. And you quickly figured out in that restaurant who is shockingly Caucasian and who can handle, uh, spicy food. Cause Micah and I, I think we're on the bottom of the list. Cause like the guac was killing me. Um, is that right? Is Micah not good with spicy? Cause I feel he and I can hang out.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He, he tries to be, but it's just, it's, it's pretty funny. When he does that, because it's like a jalapeno will put kind under the table.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't try to be, I'll shit through a window screen the next day. It's not good. I don't even try <laughs> not touch a wire. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. Uh, but we, the next, the next day we uh, went to it, you guys didn't even get to see all the property we, that we have down there, but we went to a new area. Um, and you know, obviously at the, Oh man, I forgot. I didn't even want to talk about this, the haircut uh so yeah uh, oh yeah fudge <laughs> well why don't you guys talk about my wife. we're talking about the
1: haircut it's happening
0: yeah yeah if we talk about so why don't you guys
2: tell because i was you guys should have had a meeting about about blind sheep and red sheep before we got on this podcast <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so we we drive up there's a group of, of of sheep with a giant ram and then there's red sheep and uh you know, I'm like, I got the money, Scotty. I'm going to kill it. And I looked at Levi. I said, Levi, you want to shoot it? And you're like, man, if I hadn't just shot an out, dad, I probably would. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll do. I mean, I'll just take the ass for my wife. I don't know if she's going to care, but I'm not going to call and ask for permission. I'll just beg forgiveness. Mm. I'm, I'm like, Micah, only two of these have ever been killed with a bow, uh, to our knowledge. Micah's mm. like, has anyone ever been on film? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, I'm coming. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go. So we... uh at a certain point in time in this hunt, I was very alarmed that I would black out killing our dad and, and red sheep and really have to beg for permission because they were in one group and it was feasible. Like without wind in, in good mm-hmm. range, I think it would have happened. Um, but you guys go ahead and tell it from your perspective when, when, cause we were what, probably 800 yards from you, maybe down, down the ridge. Yeah.
1: Go ahead, Justin. You can tell them. Yeah. So, um, well, first when we you first bailed out of the buggy or the side by side, Aaron, you peeked over this, uh, peeked over that little bluff, and we're all just having a good time riding up behind you, you know, yelling and laughing, and we blow a giant ram out of that bluff just I about you know, fifty yards from the side. By side. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I've never seen Aaron he's a little mad right there took his hat off and yeah he, it like he turned feet red and choked himself i'm pretty sure i was yeah, like bro. okay <laughs> everybody be I quiet like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean but uh yeah and then we and corbin found this the red sheep. um there was like what four or five of them or something and that was i've never seen one and it was hearing y'all talk about like there's only been two killed with a bow and that was crazy and um um yeah and aaron uh, you and Micah went around, and we all, me and Levi, Corbin, Scotty, Joe, we all stayed back on a little rock, you know, big clump of rocks and with spotters and spotting scopes and uh, knockers and stuff trying to what uh, flag you in and text and all that. And the texts weren't going through, were they? Y'all, y'all didn't get any of our
0: we didn't, pictures that, or mapping or anything? No, I mean, it was just enough, like I said, to cause, like um... – you know, like it was, I was glad you guys were sending it. But when, when we got over the top, the last one we got, we ended up where they were, but they weren't there. Yeah. So I had got on a out first. Um, cause they were, it was kind of one of those deals where you had to go through one to get to the other. And I had told Mike, I'm like, Hey, look, this Rams big. He's like 32. Let's, let's try to kill this out dad, um, first. And, uh, that was probably the first time most people on the planet have ever seen me let down on a, on an animal because I, I did draw back on that. Mm-hmm.
1: Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it all.
0: <clears throat> was there any comments? Oh yeah.
2: Scotty was like, what just happened? <laughs> they said he did full draw. And so I go into the spotter looking at the sheet, trying to see, and then nothing happened. And Scotty's like, "Wait, what? Wait!" It was like Scotty's whole life was turned upside down <laughs> when you when you let down. <laughs> I've never seen him do that my entire life. And uh, and then that that I think you came to full draw again on that draw, oh, Dad. And right as you drew back, he took off. Yep, yep. And it- if I remember it right.
0: Yeah, I got, I got my pin on him and literally was like, okay, I got a clear shot now. And the, the, the number, there's two things. One, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on the range. There's a little bit of brush in front of him. And two, uh, there was wind. So I'm like, okay, well the wind did die, but then I'm like, uh, it died a little. I'm like, okay, this is going to suck if I wound an owdad and blow the sheep out, like but, you know, and, and I generally don't let down, I mean, generally I, I draw back, I'm I'm shooting. Well, they ran off and they, they didn't blow the red sheep out. So it worked out great, really.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of like the red sheep, we were trying to give you guys like an idea of what they were doing, but they're worse than, like all dad are not like mule deer where they just, they go up and they bed in the shade, you know, they're just like, wander the hills almost like a caribou like they'll change direction in a second for no apparent reason and the red sheep are like that on steroids because they they seen the odd spook and we were watching this go down and they didn't know whether to follow them to stay put or to go in the other direction so they did all three they would go to the bottom they'd come back to where they were they'd feed for a second and then like they we as soon as we'd tell you guys what they were doing they would do something different and at one point, they were walking right at you, and I think that's when you guys finally, like, laid eyes on them. Um, or Micah looked up, and they were coming right at you guys, you know. Um, and th- you would have had, like, a 40-yard shot at a giant red sheep if they would have kept going that direction.
0: Yeah, when we had come over, um, you know, I had told uh – you know, my was well, with, with, I said, man, let's just go slow. Mike is like, yeah, we'll keep our eyes peeled, whatever. So we're like step, glass, step, glass. And we get to where they were. I'm like, dude, do you see anything? He's like, man, I don't see shit. And I'm like, I, maybe they're bedded. And uh, somebody texts, they're below the next green bush. And I'm like, huh, was that 20 yeah. minutes ago or is that now? Man, there's a lot of green right. bushes right where I'm at right yeah. now, which made total sense <laughs> from where we were. But where we were currently at, I'm like man, I see some green bushes. There ain't no sheep behind it. Like, I don't see, sh- I don't see anything. And right. Micah was like, they're there, they are, they're there, they're coming. And I think I, dro- I dropped a four letter bad language word because I'm like, Oh my Jesus, they're coming straight for us. Uh, like literally I'm like thinking, okay, this is going to be some most epic footage in the world. Cause we're going to shoot one of these things in the chest at like 40 yards or 30 yards or whatever. And something across that Canyon, they turned around and we're looking straight across that Canyon and I don't know how many times I clicked that rangefinder, but it was hitting triple digits because I was like 72, 74, 81, 82, 84, 72, 91. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. I, I mean, I literally and I don't shake very often, like my hand shaking. So I, I finally what seemed like forever, but it was probably what a minute, I guess, when they turned around 30, 45 seconds. I don't know how long how long were you above them?
2: yeah it wasn't long i mean from from like that point where you were in position it was probably a minute yeah
0: and uh so i i finally clicked on the second largest ram three times and got the same range and i'm like all right well i no guts no glory let's give this a go and uh you know got got hit my clicker i felt good shot felt good and that arrow looked like destined for greatness. I mean, it was tracking and I'm like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be crazy. And then it rockets straight up in the air. And I'm like, I think I hit it in the horn. And Mike is like, you hit it, you hit it. And I'm like, I, fu- I fucking hit it in the horn. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, no, that arrow went straight in the air. And uh, <laughs> And he was like. It looked like a good shot. And I'm like, man, it w- it was a good shot. Like, I'm pretty honest about that. Like, I'll say, oh, man, I ripped that one off. But you hear, you know, click, three seconds later, fire. So we don't know exactly what's going on, but it actually first didn't act like it was hit, but it acted like it was hit because it didn't act wounded, but it blew straight away from the rest of the group. So what were you guys thinking mm-hmm. at that time?
1: I thought, yeah, that's My what life. I said.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought you smoked it because that one kind of broke away and went, you know, went downhill. The other ones are going straight up the next canyon. We're we're all watching like he smoked it. He killed it. Oh, it's oh it's doing pretty good. Uh, that thing's running pretty hard to be. Hitting. You know, it's like getting more and more. <laughs> disappointed. Like, I don't know if it or not. <laughs> like it, it went a long ways that hill, but that one acted like you you'd kill you killed know, You 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 hit it good because it broke away and kind of was getting further and further away from the herd, and then they all all met back up at the top.
0: Yeah, we we watched.
1: And proceeded to go 10 miles.
0: Oh, well, that's what Micah actually asked. He goes, should we go over that next ridge? And I'm like, dude, they're in Mexico. Like, they don't stop running. Like, they don't ever stop running. Uh, But we we ended up looking in the footage, and uh, I guess if you look at the price of the tag, I gave it about a $350 haircut, Uh, because I probably cut that many hairs (laughs) off of it. Uh, Because it was tracking. I mean, if it was eight inches lower, well, if it was four inches lower, it probably would have broke its spine. And then eight inches lower would have double lung, whatever, you know, like it was perfect left and right. But it doesn't matter because I didn't kill it. So uh, I sat there and cried on my big pillow. Like I sat down and looked at Mike and I was like. I don't get nervous very often, bro. I was I was nervous. And he was like, I saw you trying to hook your release up. I'm like, yeah, it took a couple tries. Like, I didn't hook straight up with the old release. Like, I was like, miss, <laughs> calm down, Snyder, hooked up. And that's where I was like, you know, when I had made the shot, I was like, I don't think it was nerves. It felt good. It didn't matter anyway. I don't know. I think I'd shot it for 80.
2: No, it was. Dude, your shot was perfect. I mean, just probably three, two, two, three yards too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't, what, I can't remember if I shot, it was 83, 82, I shot it for maybe, and it was probably 78, so still, it's still a poke, but um, anyway, so I sat there and cried on my pillow for a second, and got out of there, I'm not, I don't, I got a pretty short-term memory when it comes to that, I don't get too Twitter pated. so uh, we hiked out and then, yeah, I'm sure, what's that,
2: I'm sure there'll be another, I'm sure there'll be another giant red sheet in your future somewhere.
0: Well, the other Since thing there's
2: been two of them killed ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, the other thing too, I've been shooting a recur for five years. You gotta have a short-term memory. And I'm talking like full-on dementia. What's that called? Where I like I, every time I see Levi, I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. You gotta have that kind of memory, uh, with a stick bow. So that's what I had that day. I'm like, red sheep? I didn't see shit uh yeah i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but uh,
2: uh but that's like uh i think one of the harder things about there too hunting is, is it's, it's not easy to get a solid range on these things because there's so much like crap in the way always and it's like even on mine i was i was getting five different ranges for a minute you know trying to get through the brush and it'd tell me 40 and then it's 73. And it's like, what am I hitting here? You know, it's, which one's which? So it, it's like, kind of carries over into your shot, your aim. And like, do I even have the right number on this thing right now? You know, it's, it's uh, it was frustrating.
0: Yeah. And I, I, uh, I mean, you, it's normally not that uh, bad, I guess. Cause uh, just when I say not that bad, the it's, there's been a lot of rain that is the most the greenest I've ever seen it normally it's not that like literally like everything's a foot shorter and so well, you know while that obviously helps for you know horn growth and it looks prettier it does help you know kind of a pain for for ranging but um but yeah why don't um let's go into when I shot mine I guess we had looped around all those cliffs and glassed for I don't know, that took, I mean, it probably took an hour to get over there, and we kept talking about there's always sheep in these cliffs, and, of course, we're not seeing shit. And we actually weren't even going to go to where we went to, but I I had told uh, Barnwell, I guess, I think was driving. I told Barnwell, I'm like, man, let's go to that face where we always see the red sheep look. And then we were kind of, we were glassing a different spot, and Scotty came up, he's like, I don't know how you can do this shit, but there's a giant ram up there. (laughs) And I'm like, huh. And I don't know. We looked and I was like, you know, we kind of got a game plan together of feasibility of, of getting in on it with the wind. And then like, when we got up there, Levi, you had made a comment. You're like, man, the wind's doing this. Like we got, we got a good shot at killing this thing. Like the, what the wind was doing, but why don't you guys take it from there? Cause Levi, you were obviously right behind me and Justin, you were watching from the the can-am.
1: Yeah, me and Scotty Cornwell yeah, stayed uh, stayed at the Can-Am. And, uh, the
0: entire time.
1: And we were, we were all, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, were, we were a lot of help. Um, we were there for moral support. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we kept eyes on the sheep, um, and they were just feeding around like a big uh, rock outcrop and just kind of on the edge of a bluff, you know, and we are watching them. And finally, uh, you guys went up and around, and we're going to come through this little saddle, and— when we laid eyes on you guys, we finally got a visual on you. Y'all were, I think within 200 yards. We're like, Oh my God, they're, they're close. You know, this is going to happen. And, uh, and we, you know, we had service at the, me and Scotty and Barnwell, we had service at the Can-Am. And so we're like, Oh yeah, this is, we can, you know, send them pictures and text and wave them right in there, you know, and this will, this will work. And I think, uh, y'all had kind of come around and we're still watching the sheep. And like, Aaron, you called Scotty, didn't you, or, or you or called? me or somebody um i was like where are they at and you know we're we're watching y'all and we're like we're at it's right there on the at the big rock the only the biggest rock you can see is right there okay ten four. well and when when y'all start moving towards the sheep, the the ram started moving towards y'all and then that at that moment cell phone service gone i called levi like 12 times we're like please stop walking like <laughs> Um, that's the most. It's the most stressful. We, I mean, Scotty threw his phone. What the? You know, he's pissed, and we're I'm like, please, like, answer the phone, pick your phone up, please. And and uh I mean, it's like just inching closer and closer and closer, and, and finally, we're like, dude, this like, it's over. We're done. Like, they're ten yards from the sheep, and they're still walking. You know, I mean, it was. Well, so <laughs> I literally called Levi like six times, and I called Aaron, and I'm sending texts like stop please stop me. well i told aaron
2: like we got to that big rock and we're thinking to shoot like 100 yards in front of us and i said dude i've got 12 missed calls from justin something went down like <laughs> they must spook and run away little did we no. know we're like 17 yards from this ram when i'm
1: telling aaron that <laughs> yeah we were we were freaking out the That's last
0: awesome. the last photo i got and I show, I think I showed you Levi. I said that one rock, he's standing on top of it. I'm like, let's just get up to this corner. And so we're, and I don't, I can't say a hundred, I, Levi and we've hunted together some, but I think we have the same mentality, you know, like fix bayonets and stand online. Let's we're going like, let's go charge. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I, uh, So like we're walking and at one point Micah goes, there's a sheep on those rocks. And there was a big rock that looked like a sheep's ass from birds pooping on it. And I look back and I'm like, no man, that, and I look forward and I'm like, nope, there's a sheep right there, 36 yards. It's a little baby Ram. And I would say baby, like two years old, like tiny, he's walking back and forth, walking back. And I still think the Ram is is that we all do where where that last photo was which this is where you can get complacent and make real stupid decisions where if you didn't know you'd probably try a little harder and i don't know it went away for a while and i I think we looked at each other we were like all right let's keep going which is when Scotty probably threw his phone um
1: yeah he was yeah we
0: were stressed out so uh, (laughs) levi why don't you take it from there
2: well, like, yeah, I mean, we had no idea. We knew something was going on. We didn't know. I was honestly expecting to see the sheep going up the, the other side of the canyon. Like, wind got swirly in there. Because, I mean, there's hills and cliffs, and the wind was felt good for us. But that's just normally the way it goes. Like, you get in there, and they're gone. You know, normally, they don't come at you when you get in there on them. And uh, that was, like, the last thing I was expecting but we can hear the sheep above us, like in the cliffs, And it was um, like, we got this one little sheep at 35 yards. It's kind of honestly got our attention up and away. And little did we know this ram, like we're easing around the base of this cliff and then there's like a ledge and then really a rocky, like smaller cliff to our right. And it's pretty cool. You can see in the spot and scope footage from from Justin and Scotty and Barnwell and and uh, Joe's or their angle, and then me and Joe and Micah behind Aaron slipping around this cliff. Well, literally, I hear Micah say something, and I turn as we're walking and see this giant ram pop his head around the corner at like sub ten yards, and I'm like, be the rock, <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> just trying to just turn into the cliff. Maybe he won't see you. And uh, I was like on the range finder and I like clicked him and it was like nine yards for me. Aaron's two or three yards in front of me and I'm like why did I just range the sheep? Like I can almost touch it. <laughs> so I felt like yeah. such an idiot because I was like he's nine yards for me. So, But at that point I'm like there's no possible way because you don't even have your release knocked up. The release is in your pocket and yep. he's staring at us just chewing his cud and there's four of us like just like tucked against this cliff face and uh, I was like, "That's why I had 37 missed calls." Uh, yeah.
0: yep. <laughs> it well, totally uh, makes sense now. <laughs> have you have you guys ever seen that movie Christmas Story? Like a long oh, time yeah, ago. Definitely. With yeah, sure. remember when uh, he he hits and all the lug nuts, and he goes, "Oh." F- Fudge.
1: Uh,
0: he's like, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. didn't say fudge.
2: Changing the tire. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's what I was thinking <laughs> when I saw except I wasn't thinking fudge. Like, when he tells me I see a ram, I'm on my way to look at where I'm thinking the ram should be, which is where we're headed. And my head's about halfway there, and I'm like, oh, dang. He's right there. Yeah. And then I'm like. <laughs> we're too close. Yeah, well, and then I'm like looking, I'm like. In my mind, I'm thinking, he does not know we're here. He's eating. He's just he's still eating. And so I'm he's just chewing his cut. I reach my hand in my pocket, grab my release, and I'm like, well, this is done. But hook up, still eating, go to full draw. You can hear on the video right after it clicks, he takes another bite. Like, and he just looking through us and I don't know how far the shot was, but somewhere around that, uh, you know, six, six and a half, seven, seven and a half yard range. It was, it was close I Had had to thread the needle and took the shot and just dropped him. And I mean, just dropped him. Cause I, you know, I, I, the shot that I had was uh, kind of like that, uh, you know, spinal type shot, which I was at six and a half, seven yards. I was more than comfortable shooting and I knew he was, is, was, was big. And when it hit, you could hear the impact just, I mean, he killed it. I mean, he was dead right there. Um, and then I, you know, I sprint forward because I'm like, oh, just in case, you know, and he's he's like literally just flipped over and died upside down. And uh, the videos later were hilarious because I saw, I mean, who would have thought it, Joe, as he's filming your face, has the ram in the bottom right corner <laughs> of that. And then, uh, you know, Micah's video, the fact he had the wherewithal to turn the camera on and turn get filming. I mean, it's a short video, but... Holy cow! That was the most intense, you know, sheep stock and and kill yeah. I've been on.
2: Yeah, it was nuts, man. Just the fact that four of us got that close, and he he was so calm because those sheep are not calm, man. They're not dumb. They they get out of dodge like they don't let you get within five hundred yards of them. You know, if they know you're there, and so when he popped up, dude, I didn't. None of us bur- did, took a breath until you killed him. Like (laughs) I think you can hear you breathing after you fire that arrow. And it sounded like somebody that had held their breath for 30 minutes. I mean, it was like, (laughs) because it was dead quiet in there. It was awesome, dude. I'll never, I'll never forget that. Just that when that thing come around that rock pile and just stared through us, I was like, it's over. And then I seen him take a bite and I was like,
0: "Eh, we're
2: kind of still in the game but there's no way he can get the full draw. Then you got the full draw and he took another bite. And I was like, he is so dead and he doesn't even know it. Like I couldn't <laughs> believe it.
0: And you know what? I'm wondering if it was one of those deals because of how the wind was, I mean, those that sheep was old and smart where he's at. He's really safe. Uh, he's got multiple, yeah. um, Like you know, for egress wise, he's got multiple ways to get out. Where they're at on that cliff, that wind—we, he, our wind must have been ten feet to his right or less, and so he probably felt safe about that. And then, like what I, yeah, like a mountain goat, like when you come in from above a mountain goat, when when they look up, they don't look at danger a lot from above. As much as other animals. So I'm just wondering if right when he poked his head up, he saw us. We all froze. Because movement's a big part of this, too. Like, we didn't move. Like, Levi was frozen in the rangefinder clicking position. Uh, Mike, you know, they just had the camera on. They weren't moving. And so my hand was to my right. So I literally just slid my fingers in in my pocket grabbed my release and I don't even know if he could see my hand because of how the cliff was. I mean, he surely could have seen me go to full draw, but when I hooked up, I think he was looking at Joe um, or you, not like because you guys were moving. I just don't think he was paying attention to me that much because I, I mean, I went to full draw and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. We're gonna pull this, we're gonna pull this off. And uh when the release clicked, I was like, like when he chewed after my release clicked, I'm like, yeah, he's, he's dead. And, um, uh, it ended up being a giant Ram too. I, I don't know. We never, like I said, scored it, but they were all in that 13 to 15 range and all, you know, 30 plus inches. So insane, uh, hunt. I, I, yeah. I, am curious how you cause when, what I, the biggest question I've got is when will that go on your show?
2: Uh, it'll be one of the first ones of next year. So it'll be July sometime next year. That'll be um, that'll be a good one. But it will be awesome. I mean, it was just and and one thing I think too with that ram, I got to thinking later, we walked right in the middle of that herd and didn't even know it. You know, there were sheep above us. Oh, I, left, I knew it. And he's to our right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's why too he was so calm is because he's like, well, there's sheep twenty yards right there on a rock, you know. And I th- I think he kind of had our win but it wasn't getting, like, it was cutting just beside him. And I think he just felt like whatever that was, I shouldn't be too worried because there's sheep right there, you know. And it just was the perfect storm for him to die. And, like, I I don't think people, well, when you watch a show, you'll understand how small of a window you had, too, to shoot. I mean, it was like, it's not like a seven-yard broadside pull sheep shot. I mean, it's like, if you're an inch left, you hit a rock. If you're an inch right, you hit his horn. You know, it was like, you got it's seven yards, but it's still a hectic situation. And like you put it like on a dime where it had to be. And like, it was, I I think, and there's a, from Joe's angle, I turned around and you can just see the, like, the the look on my face. That was like me and pure joy that that we pulled this off (laughs) in disbelief. And Scotty's picking up his phone and wiping the dust out of it below and blowing (laughs) the sand out of his phone from where he threw it earlier. It was
1: it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and it and it. Uh, yeah, we
1: just all at the bottom. We just looked at each other like this, that. Actually, just happened. It was it was awesome. It was awesome to watch like this for it all to go down like that.
0: Yeah. I, well, the only yeah. reason why I'm making jokes about oh I knew is Scotty was like there was whatever however many yous looking down at us that we couldn't see because of the way the the lip was. So like if you filmed all of that and zoomed in, it sounded like there was multiple ewes standing above us that we couldn't see that we were walking under like captain simple Jack, you know, you know, walking around the jungle. I, I, I only saw two, I only saw two U's. How many were above us looking down?
1: There was probably 10 sheep. Just like there's five or there's five or six up on that big rock, you know, where that little bitty baby ram was standing. There was, five or six up there, there was three or four on around, you know, past the rim you killed. Um, but there, I mean, there was sheep everywhere. None of them had a clue y'all were there, which is just
0: unreal. Yeah, it was, it was wild. And I, I mean, I, it'll be interesting how the, the shot is perceived from the masses. Cause um, it's not a shot. Some people should, should take. Um, I was super confident with it. It didn't, didn't, I didn't have a second thought taking it especially at that distance i knew where to aim i knew i would what i would clear um but it it certainly was not the broadside perfect let's you know put it in the lungs but but it 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 killed it right there i mean it dropped it and i didn't shoot it between eyes or anything but um i know i i had no but i thought that's what you were going to do yeah i'm pretty sure (laughs) scotty thought that too yeah (laughs) is that what scotty thought
1: yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was like he just shot in the head. He just she shot in the head. He, he said it over and over, and he's like that lucky mother. I mean, he was he was like <laughs> typical Aaron. Typical
0: Aaron. Uh, well, there's a kind of the ongoing joke with Scotty, like you know the uh, old bull and young bull up on the hill, and the young bull says, "Hey, let's run down there and go screw a bunch of cows," and the old bull goes, "Let's walk down and or no, let's run down and and hump one of them cows," and the old bull says, "Let's walk down and hump them all." That's definitely Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Like 100%, like <laughs> Scotty will tell clients like, "Look, you may get 10-15 shots today and you're going to see a ton of sheep and Aaron will run the shit out of you. You go with me, you're going to get one good shot. <laughs> you go there and you're going to get a lot of shooting." Yeah. yeah. That's not too far from the truth. Yeah. So I mean, I'm a run and gun guy, but every ram I've shot and I, and you guys have seen I've shot some big ones. has been literally a lot of luck, happenstance, animal behavior to where I just put myself in the right position. The, the first big ram I shot, I got in front of the herd, walked in front of me four yards. Second big ram I shot, lamb and a ewe came up, and uh, the lamb was like trying to figure out what I was, started uh, pushing her head up against my limb tip. She made this crazy noise. The lead ram came up to check it out, shot him at 10 or 12 yards. Next one. One lamb was making this crazy, or this ewe was making this crazy, like, breed me noise, like an estrus cow. Two giant sheep came out of the cliffs above us, ran right to us, shot it in the chest It. DOA straight to us and then that one so that's where I'm sure Scotty had mentioned about the horseshoe in my ass or whatever like it pans out for me I mean it's certainly like Scotty I think even mentioned he like I would have just hung around on those cliffs for a couple hours till a shot presented himself and luckily Levi you seem to be more my mentality because we were like yeah let's go 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 yeah keep going we'll get around like
2: yeah I I haven't met many people as yeah (laughs) <laughs> no doubt. Like, There's not many people I meet that I'm like, this guy needs to slow down a little bit. But this week, I was like, if anything, Aaron is more aggressive than me, and I've never met anyone that was more aggressive than me. So I was like, I, this is going to be fun, because that's the way I like to do it. I'm not a let's sit here and hope they come by kind of guy. I'm like, I feel like I can get in there and kill this thing right now. So
0: It's like the first 20 minutes of the second John Wick movie. There's a lot of action like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
2: may get your ass yeah. kicked,
0: but something's going to happen.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You might not be able to follow it really, or understand why we did, why it happened, but it's going to be a lot of, a lot of stuff going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well guys, we've been on an hour and 10 minutes. I don't want to take up too, too much more of your time. Is there anything else you guys want to cover? Talk about, um, about 400 people asked me what Bo Levi was shooting. Uh, I, I may have made a few small comments shit. <laughs> but talking we can't shit. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was laughing with that because I posted a photo. He's like, delete that. I'm like, man, you can see like a fraction of it. And he's like, no, delete it. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but like the – the we were shooting Schwacker broadheads. I was shooting 100-grain uh, 2-inch. I think both you guys were as well. You were shooting the LRP system. Yep. Um, oh. Yeah, the, the nose system. But- yeah, I was just going to say – we forgot about your you. If you got time, you want to talk about that amazing stock and my amazing yeah. guiding guiding ability to get you within six hundred yards? I'm like, just empty the quiver.
2: <laughs> well, it wasn't your fault, dude. It was a situation. It was like Aaron goes, "I wouldn't take anybody else up through here because this to this is probably not going to work," you know. And so, but we it was the same deal. Giant group of sheep, and actually, we kind of surrounded them. Justin went high on that saddle. We went low up the creek and. I've I've had some difficult shots in my time <laughs> as a bow hunter. I think those 27 shots I made in that creek bottom that day, I'll try to kill that <laughs> you, were probably as difficult as any. <laughs> well, but that was one of the few times I've ever been standing there on the side of a cliff with no arrows in my quiver. I'll say that.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was epic. And you know what the shitty thing was? I couldn't even take a photo and post it to make fun of you. Because I can't I can't take a photo of the boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, crap, <laughs> save Levi. But they were the thing that people have to understand, it's not just the angle and it's not just distance, it's also footing. So, like in our case, yeah. um, the first shot, we're we're like Levi had to squat down like he was taking a poop to to clear these bushes, which I've never had good luck with. I am not sturdy doing that. And then when, when on the side hill your toes are pointed at a freaking 35 degree angle downhill you know the sheeps at the other end like it's that's just a lot of technical you know third axis sight leveling shots that that aren't always stable but um i mean you you put two money shots in it um i it, it, i mean it was yeah. crazy i will say one of the funniest parts was uh when the quiver was empty, we had a 97 year old, you stand 40 yards looking at us for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It
2: was like, I fired my last cause. So we, we come through this Creek bottom. Somehow we even get in there without blowing the whole herd out. And this, this you is standing up at the base of this rock. And he tells me the yardage. And I just laugh. But I'm like, okay, look out. <laughs> and I got like a softball sized hole at a 24 degree uphill, over a hundred yards. And I got to squat down and fire through this hole. And as soon as I fired that shot, I went, Nope, it hit. I watched it take a leaf off the tree at the end of my arrow. And I don't even know how far I missed that. I mean, it, I knew instantly like that's on a different plane right now. And that, that's up in the stars somewhere. Cause it hit a limb right as it came out of the bow and uh so we kind of move a little bit and then that you comes out on just standing it was kind of a cool it's cool video too It's just standing on one lone rock and it looks like the abyss behind her like there's nothing behind her and uh I put a good one in her that time she runs over to the other side I put another good one in her and like these things are tough I'm just telling you guys and we're running all over these cliffs getting shots and Sheep are going everywhere. They're head, the whole herd's headed to Justin at this point. And uh, we're just watching this year that I've got two. I mean, honestly, the thing with sheep, they don't duck like other animals. They lunge when the arrows coming at them, like they're going to run. And so both of them were like liver, like lung, back of the lung, liver area. The first one was probably far, far back. The second one was like lung, liver. Blood's going everywhere. And I'm, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm just gonna keep firing until they die because I don't like watching them live um, hurt. So I shoot another one, and Aaron's like, and this now this time the wind's coming through the canyon pretty strong, and these are all not close shots. I'll just put it that way. I don't remember exactly how far, but I'm running the gears off my side. <laughs> like we're pushing the limits at this point. And uh, he's like, I think you hit left. like, maybe aim right for the wind. So the next one, this is my last arrow, by the way. I pull back, I pin it right at its chest, like right at the front of it for the wind. And I mean, fired a good one. And I watched my lighted knock literally cut the hair as it went right in front of his chest and explode into a rock. And I was like, yep. Right where I am, Darren. Thank you for that.
0: Money. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I literally, what he shot was like, fuck. That is right where I just told him to shoot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But then as soon as I fired that last one, I guess the wind swirled on Justin The whole, and Justin's up there. Scotty kind of threw you guys at the wolves because he's like, you guys, you and Joe have never even been on an audit hunt. He's like, do not shoot
1: a young ram. (laughs) They all look exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess after, yeah, it might have been the same ones y'all shot, but they, it was perfect because y'all, you know, we split up and y'all went up that canyon and we're like, well, we'll go, we'll go up above you. And if you, you know, if you shoot one or whatever, they'll, they'll run up in front of us hopefully and it would have, like a lone ram come up 50 yards from us like oh this is perfect like this is definitely going to work we're standing there you know just like and we leave scotty which is a terrible idea because you know we don't know we know we've never been on all that hunting so when we step out of the can am scotty's like whatever you do do not shoot a young ram and at that, before that, I was pretty confident in my ability to tell the difference apart. <laughs> and when he said that, it just screwed us, like both of us. And I take Joe, of all people. And we're staying in this bush, you know, waiting. And then, like, 50 sheep come up and just stare at us. And he's like, right here, right here. So, we, we're ranging. And I'm like, wait, which ones are you? He, and he's just like, uh, we're just staring at him. like I'm like, what about the one in the front? And he's like, oh, I, I think that's a ram. Okay, like, What about the third one from the left? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we just... And they all just run off, and I was like, dude, what the heck? Like, you know, I don't know, but like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> jelly like, is the like a big and I don't people probably don't know, I didn't know for sure, but a big u like, they have pretty big horns too, you know, like, um, in a, a small ram, uh, a small ram, and a big u they look kind of the same, and it's, especially if you've only seen you've only seen them for two days. So yeah. And he, and I, I'd say when Scotty put the pressure on us that we were both just so nervous, like, God, whatever we do, please don't shoot a young ram. Like I really don't want to get another, have to buy another tag. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, reason, I mean, it's not, not night, easy for, for anybody. I don't think because even Aaron, like we're trying to look in and see, and you asked me at one point, you're like, is that even a you? And I'm like, dude, do not ask me. I, I've never seen one of these things before. If I can't see it's pecker, I'm not even going to try yeah. to tell you whether it's a boy or a girl.
0: That was That was 100% what I was looking for because the moment – so we shot a 21-year-old U last year, and when it ran to me, I literally was like – and that's where Snyder realized he fucked up because that's not a U, <laughs> and I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, but we got up to it. I'm like, man, that was deceiving. Well, this U that was looking at us – had some of the characteristics and its bases were fairly close because you look for mass. And so like a four-year-old ram and a, you know, 15-year-old you look a lot alike. When it first came up, I'm like, kill it. That's a big you. And it turned its head a little. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's a ram. That's a young ram. And, uh, you know, you're looking through bushes and whatever else. And like, you know, obviously... Um, on my end it's like i'm generally 95 to 98% sure but there's still that mm, 5 to 2% that uh you're like hmm. and and i've just been fooled a couple times with not with young rams as much as older ewes and so when she turned i'm like oh yep no penis we're good which at that point didn't matter cuz we couldn't get a shot so um i think though what ended up happening which was funny is uh when you guys the wind got wind, those winded you, the entire herd ran 45 yards from me and Levi? Walk?
1: Yeah, they ran right back by you with no arrows. Yeah, single file. I'm
2: standing on the side of a cliff with no arrows. Like literally one of the few times in my life that's ever happened, maybe the only time that I ever didn't have arrows and wished I did.
0: Well, I'm glad I could be no, part of it. No, Kodiak
2: that. last year was another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> Just sitting there making fun of me the whole time like, oh, too bad you don't have any more arrows, you know? Well, that's what I was like.
0: They're just walking by me. uh, That's what I was like. See, and now you see why I shoot an eight arrow quiver. Um, And and really, it's not just. Yeah, when I got there, I was
2: like, okay okay Ted Nugent my god how many arrows we need out here you know making fun of you and then we get out there and I'm the one out of arrows
0: (laughs) remember that old like back in like the late 80s that old Chuck Adams quiver that held six in the middle and then you could put judos on either side and then on the top you could put camo paint weighed about 14 pounds uh, what am i saying justin you're only 25 sorry i aged you there yeah i wasn't Uh,
1: born to the late 90s (laughs) Oh,
0: that's funny Uh, but we ended up getting that i mean that i was surprised because um that thing that you bled like crazy i mean after we went over there um you actually got lung like good lung on the one shot and then liver lung on the other man it still went 100 yards uphill and i mean it's bleeding like yeah. crazy on the blood trail like crazy so.
2: yeah if you don't put a good shot on an all you can forget it I, I did see that much like you can shoot a whitetail in the guts and let it lay and you're probably gonna get it if you shoot a big cut on a on an all mm Like they're gone, they're gone, dude. That's the toughest stand I've ever seen, I think. I mean, they're just wildly, like you said, they do not want to die. Like they don't, they like to live. So,
0: yeah, yeah. But we
2: got her. She didn't go far. I mean, we watched her go up and die, but. um,
0: Well, give you an idea. That
2: was just a technical hunt.
0: Yeah. I mean, it went from where you hit it. It only went, I don't think, more than 75 yards uphill, um, you know, embedded, and it expired fairly quickly, but. I I did not re I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but we got down there because you had entrance and exits. You got pass-throughs on both. The amount of blood coming out of her mouth was I mean it. I I yeah. don't see blood that well, and I wasn't even paying attention and following it. So you know we knew where she was. I just wanted to see. I always kind of check damage and everything else. And it and I will say we did find all Levi's arrows. Got them all. We did somehow,
2: which I don't even know how. Like we're like oh this one was over here. Yeah, there it is. It was just like, it looked like uh, fireflies in that canyon, dude. There were so many lighted Looks knocks it. Looks like a Christmas it. tree. That's Dude, like, <laughs> 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 uh, I even dug in and got one of my orange knocks out, which I, that was just in there and for worst case scenario, and it was gone. So, uh, you can imagine what went down in that canyon.
0: I had that happen to me with the recurve in <laughs> a tree stand. By the end of the night, it looked like a small city below me um, of lights. <laughs> I was like, hmm, <laughs> I'm glad nobody's filming this. There's not a lot of blood on all those arrows. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: uh, I had a decent ratio for hits, um, but I did shoot a lot. I was just like, put another one in it. I felt like I was shooting a... Up- Take buffalo with a 223 put another one in it yeah i was like
0: okay <laughs> yeah it was it was it was one of the funnest hunts i've ever been on it was it was cool and the fact that we shot three yeah, giant sure. rams was even better but um but yeah you guys got no, we, we had a blast man It was cool you guys got anything you want to add
1: no, no fun I just, week it was thanks. awesome yeah fun week and thanks for inviting us i had a i had a blast
0: yeah yeah actually i I didn't think i was gonna make it i bought the plane ticket the day before like i was sweating it like i'm never gonna hear the end of this if i don't make it so i was i was i was happy i did it ended up being one heck of a hunt so uh yeah so thank you guys for everything thank you for actually hitting what you aiming at which was awesome um we don't get that a lot down there so that was a bonus and uh yeah i thank, again thanks for everything thanks for coming on yeah thank you appreciate it all right you guys take it easy